Italian Wine Podcast. Chin Chin with Italian Wine People. This podcast has been recorded during Vivite, an event organized by the Alleanza delle Cooperative Italiane, the Alliance of Italian Corps. Hello, this is the Italian Wine Podcast. My name is Monty Gordon. My guest today is Gianmaria Bonini. Gianmaria handles the sales for a cooperative called Emilia Wine. So obviously you're in Emilia. Emilia, Emilia because we are located in Reggio Emilia, the city of our cooperative. Okay. So how big is the, how many members do you have, the Emilia Wine? We have like uh, 729 members today. We are bringing to introduce new members in 2018. Uh, we are the second group in the province of uh, Reggio Emilia for numbers because we have three different wineries. 700 members that I said and uh, more or less 35,000 hectolitres of production for years. So what are your main wines? We're talking Lambrusco. Not only Lambrusco because we are producing a special wine called Spergola. Okay. It's an out of the big uh, vineyards located in the hills of Emilia. So Spergola is a native grape variety. It's is a it native, yeah. Red or white? It's white. Okay. It's a white wine. We produce Blanc de Blanc from the uh, our spergola in a sure mat method so the fermentation is in tanks and boats yeah, like classic method because our winery that called Casali Viticultori is a part of the group Emilia Wine was the first one in 1979 to do a Metodo Classico Champenoise in Reggio Emilia area. Really? Yeah, exactly. So it's a six year, today six year in, in the bottles, fermentation. And for example, two weeks ago, I was in Marano Wine Festival, Wine Hunter, and our Spergola, Metodo Classico, Cabezina, was the oldest of all the fair because it's 1984. As a, as a normal wine, as a still wine, what are the characteristics of Spergola? It's not still, it's sparkling, because we are from the city of sparkling people, sparkling. So you, you never make a still wine from Spergola? Uh, in, uh, yeah, in the past, yes, but it's not the origin of Spergola. So why, why is Spergola so good for sparkling wine? Uh, because it, our hills is full of gesso. Which is chalk. Exactly, like the hills of Rams in France. Okay. So in 19, between the years of 1970, 71 and 72, the oldest property of Casali went for six years in France to study how to make that. So Traditional method sparkling wine, exactly. champagne style. Okay. Because it's not very huge and popular in the early year of 1970 to do that in, uh, in our region. Why? Because it's a much slower process than making, say, Lambrusco, which yeah, can be made it, very quickly. It's, it's quickly to, to, to make a Lambrusco, a sparkling wine. Quick to get to market, quick to get your money. Yeah, the, the production is still uh, a lot. Uh, you know that uh, a lot of production sometimes doesn't doesn't is a conflict between high quality so um, right now we are very lucky because our members are located in the plants of Regimilia in the center and in the hills and the mountains for example our spergola vineyards are located between 200 meters for 600 meters that's quite high isn't it we always think of Emilia Romagna or in that whole area as being very very flat you're saying the Emilia part is got is, is more hilly yeah because in the border between Emilia and Tostos there is Apennini, Apennines, and our vineyards are located also in the Apennines. 
in the early uh, part of Rapida, but yeah. We can so how far away are you from Bologna? Like 45 minutes in the highway. Okay, I, lo- I love how Italians always say how much it takes, how long it takes to drive somewhere. Nobody ever says, oh, it's 55 kilometers. It's all about the driving time. Yeah, yeah it's uh, 60, 60 kilometers. Yeah, and you and you motorbike in your spare time, is that right? Yeah, exactly. Right, and now I understand why you gave me that. Um, yeah, that I, I love motorcycles. In, in my blood, there is wine and a motorcycle. Okay, not at the same time, I hope. Okay. Exactly. So we talked about um, how you do the market in Italy. What is the market? How receptive is the Italian market to the wines that you're selling and wines from cooperatives in general? Is there a positive view of cooperatives? Or do we be like, oh, no, it's just going to be cheap and high production? In the, in the past, the, the idea of the people from a cooperative, especially in our area, is is that cheap wine, huge market, huge uh, numbers of hectoliters for years. But right now, we are a, a perfect uh, example of that. We are changing something because... So what are you changing then? Are you telling your growers who give you the we grapes? We are changing because our vineyards are very, very big, okay? And for our battle, we selected with uh, agronomists and enologists directly in the vineyards. So when I want to make something special, like a classic method or a, 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 a premium Lambrusco, I selected directly the vineyards. Uh, this is the, 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 the fortune to work in a cooperative because, for example, if I have a winery, private winery, I, can, I must to buy the wine from a cooperative. Yeah, you have more choice of the cooperative. Yeah. But how easy is it convincing growers, if I'm a grape grower and you say, Monty, look, I think you've got a lovely vineyard here, lovely hillsides, old vines. I want you to maybe reduce your yield so that I can get your wine into X supermarket or X restaurant. How are you going to convince me to, to make that sacrifice, to do the extra work, to lose some yield and maybe wait longer for, for you to pay me the money for my grapes? Only one word, for the future. For the future, okay. Yeah, for the future. So, so you've, got to, you've got to invest in the future. Yeah. Short-term pain, but long-term gain. Yeah, exactly. Quality. But you're young. I mean, how do you... I mean, some of these growers, I imagine you're doing, are quite, should we say, senior members of the wine-growing community, older. How do they react to some young guy? Because like, also the, the members, exactly. The members, are normally, the old is between five, 55 and 70. Right. But... So that's young in Italy, though, isn't it? 70 is like a teenager, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. But these members have children so for the future of that is it's not a choice to make quality we must make quality yeah but are, are the younger generation interested in growing grapes or do they want to be sitting behind a desk no 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 going uh, online? Um, do they want to they it, want to farm in our, in our area yeah the people the young people want to rediscover the work directly in the farms okay so you make a and you make a Lambrusco as well. Exactly. So that's a, a red sparkling wine, Charmat method. Charmat method, uh, fermenti- also fermentation in bottle. Uh, it's not a classic method. We call ancestral method. Okay. So which grape variety, which of the Lambrusco family are you using for uh, that one? All the grapes of Reggio Emilia area. So, so uh, Lambrusco Maestri, Lambrusco Marani, mm-hmm. Lambrusco Salamino. Monte Rico, Malbo Gentile. We make a special wine called Miglio Lungo, like long miles, created in collaboration with the University of Reggio Emilia that rediscovery 21 different biotypes, biotypes of grapes of Lambrusco, that three years in the laboratory to rediscovery, plant in the farms, 10, 12 years ago, we make that. It's very special because in only one bottle you can find, depending on the, 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 the year and the vineyards, 
17, 17 and 21 grapes of Lambusco. Okay, interesting. Now, final question. If I'm having a sparkling spergola, mm-hmm. what, is, what is a great um, dish, abinamento, for that? A local dish from your area? Uh, a local dish from our area is mushroom. What, like with uh, pasta? With pasta, but without nothing, only mushrooms. So sauteed, basically, with sauteed, a puriburro? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Okay. and fish, fresh fish. And for, a, for the lambrusco? For the lambrusco, a dinner with very huge fat. Uh, fatty dishes? Yeah, like uh, in our area, we make uh, lasagna, Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, salami, mortadella. Lambrusco is perfect, and is the reason why Lambrusco is located in the uh, Emilia area. Because our dishes are full of fat. But you're the exact. You're um, stretto come un pallo. You're thin as a, a rake, we say in English. So, okay. So you survived the Emilia. Okay. The, the terrifyingly uh, heavy uh, Emilia cuisine. Gianmaria Bonini, thank you very much for coming in today. Thank to you. Tell too. us about Emilia wine, and uh, I look forward to coming to see those uh, high altitude uh, Spergola vineyards. Okay. Take it easy. Thank Thanks you a lot. Very much. Ciao. This episode has been brought to you by Vinitali 2018, taking place in Verona from April 15th to 18th. Vinitali is the wine exhibition that helps you discover and get to know Italian wine and features over 4,200 wineries. Follow Italian Wine Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. 